You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money with Brent S. Wealth. And this week I speak to Johan Berger from Brent S. Wealth in Pretoria. And the terrifying prospect of tax season is upon us. And we're going to talk about retirement annuities and tax-free saving accounts and maybe a few other things as well with Johan. Johan, this must be a really, really busy time for you and your colleagues. Yeah, obviously we're approaching that time or end of the 2020 tax year. Um, a lot of people trying to take advantage of a tax break in the form of retirement annuities. Um, and yeah, a lot of uncertainty exactly what is the difference between retirement annuities and tax-free savings. So yeah, perhaps we can touch on that a little bit today. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's get into cold, hard definitions and start with retirement annuities, please. Yeah, first year retirement annuity falls under the Pension Fund Act. Um, at Brentus, we... Um, there are a lot of advantages, but the one big disadvantage we don't like about retirement annuities is that it in a way indicates how you as an investor must invest your capital, and that refers to Regulation 28 investments. Um, that basically refers to only 30% of your investment can have offshore exposure, and then the rest and the balance must be divided between, let's call it South African equities and conservative asset classes like um, bonds and and cash. Um, And based on current market conditions in South Africa, um, we feel South Africa will face an uphill battle like the last five years in terms of our equity equity market. Um, so very difficult to, to generate growth with a lot of South African equity exposure and obviously with the limited of 30% um, offshore exposure. Exactly. Tax-free savings accounts, the next definition oh, if you would. Yeah, tax-free savings is an is a investment vehicle where it enables you in, to invest in a product. Uh, the big difference is one, you don't get a tax deduction like you do with retirement annuities. And just to explain the difference a little bit, um, with retirement annuities, whatever you contribute between up until 27.5% of your gross income, you can deduct from taxable income up until 350,000 rand. In terms of tax-free savings account, you don't get any deductions and you can only invest 33,000 per annum. However, the growth in this particular investment is entirely tax-free. No dividends, no capital gains, no interest, um, and you can invest 500000 in your lifetime. Um, and also, it is a liquid investment. So basically, if you invest in this particular product in 20 or 30 years' time, if you start redeeming, and the full amount will be liquid at any given time, there will be no tax implications. It seems to me, listening to what you've just said, is that there's a case for both of these things, and it depends on what age you are, what part of the, your economic, your personal economic cycle you're at, if you see what I mean. But there's also a case for making a combination of the two. But uh, maybe you could go into that. I mean, what of those products that you've just spoken about are appropriate? Which, rather, is appropriate for different types of people? I know it's rather a convoluted question, but I'm sure you see what I mean. Who should be looking at which? Yes, absolutely. Uh, in my opinion, there's definitely a type of pecking order certain investors should follow. Um, a lot of clients still have 
a decent income and they fall in the, let's say, between the 30 and the 45% income tax bracket. And they do face with uh, challenges in terms of the amount of tax that they are paying per annum. So if they're in a position to contribute X amount to a retirement annuity to provide that deduction, it definitely helps. But that's not the main um, investment they should make. If you're in a financial position to provide or to invest at 33000 per annum, and remember with tax-free savings account, you can invest 100% offshore expo- or have a 100% offshore exposure, and we do recommend it at this point in time. Um, and any amounts above that currently, um, we indicate to clients to keep it liquid. And more importantly, if your risk profile uh, allows it to get as much um, offshore exposure is as possible. But for tax-free savings um, for more younger people, because you can only invest 33000 per annum, it will take a really long time, let's say 20 years plus, where you see the real, real benefit, growth and growth, the, the compound effect, and then things will be tax-free. Retirement in years, in my opinion, definitely not for everybody, but there is a place for it for certain individuals and to provide some sort of tax relief by providing or by contributing to a retirement annuity. What sort of individual? You said certain types of individuals, but could you maybe characterize which individuals you're isolating here? So to give you an example, let's say, for example, you have an individual earning 10,000 rand per annum. It's a very young person and very uncertain whether that young person will remain in South Africa, maybe in five or ten years' time, um, might leave the country or work overseas. Um, for that particular investor, my recommendation would be not to invest in a retirement annuity. The deduction you're going to get won't be that great based on the income of that individual, and your money will be tied up in a retirement retirement annuity until the age of 55 where tax-free savings, for example, is liquid at all times. Um, So let's say that individual wants to go um, overseas or wants to use that money either for an emergency fund or for whatever reason, it will be available at any given time. For retirement annuities, certain investors, let's say, earning above a million rand per annum, they're paying 35 to 45% tax, um, they are able to um, – they have enough disposable income to invest in certain um, products out there um, in that particular case, a portion. Once again, not all of that disposable income, but a portion in a retirement annuity um, and then the balance into liquid funds with 100% offshore exposure. What about people that are forward-thinking enough to think about the long-term future and their long-term impacts of these two products on estate planning, capital gains tax, and also income at a later stage for both of the investments? I mean, I'm looking long, very long-term now. Well, long-term, definitely. If um, I'm going to use an example. Let's say you're able to, to invest let's call it 10,000 rand per, per month, and your objective is long-term, you don't want to go the retirement annuity, then definitely the first 200 or 2,750 rand must be invested in a tax-free savings account. Um, reason for that amount, you're only allowed to invest 33,000 per annum. So anything above that, you can still invest it 
liquid investment. However, that liquid investment will attract capital gains tax. There will be interest, et cetera, et cetera. But for a tax-free savings account, that must be from, from a um, liquid investment point of view, the first priority to get the first three thirty-three thousand, um, and then anything above that for long term, you can still invest that offshore, um, but take advantage of that tax-free savings purely based on the long-term view, um, and also no capital gains tax. Okay, the first thing I'd like to say is that uh, because of what you've just said over the last ten minutes or so, it means that you have to sit down with a financial planner and work it out and talk it through. But just give us a sort of conclusion on the on the two products we've been talking about: retirement annuities and tax-free savings accounts. Yeah, basically um, a short summary: uh, a retirement annuity provides you a tax deduction. Uh, it doesn't form part of your estate. It's also tax-free, but eventually when you retire from a retirement annuity, the income that you do take from that living annuity will be taxable. So it's definitely not for everybody, um, but you can invest up until 27.5% or 350,000 rand per annum, where tax-free savings account, in my opinion, more suitable for younger people based on the long-term horizon and also the smaller amount of 33,000 per annum. No capital gains tax, um, but the amount um, is liquid at any given time. Johan, thanks so much for your sage advice and very good luck with this busy time of the year for you. That's tax season. That was Johan Berger from Brentos Wealth in Pretoria and that was It's My Money, sponsored by Brentos Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.